Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast we're talking beer, but not beer as you might know it. We're talking alcohol-free beer. Now I know, don't let that put you off. This is really good alcohol-free beer. So you know, stick around, check it out, listen to what we have to say. Maybe we can convince you. We shall see. If you're watching us on YouTube, hi! If you're subscribing on YouTube, awesome. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Please do. It means a lot to us. Some would say the world to us. Right, let's kick this puppy off. Here we go. This is Cookie Cast, The Pursuit of Hoppiness. Recording in progress. She knows what time it is. And these boys definitely know what time it is. Uh, I'm going to hand the reins over to uh, the host with the absolute most. All the ABVs. Mr. Matthew Moore, let us know how it's going. Well, good evening, ladies, gentlemen, everything else that goes in that kind of thing welcome to the pursuit of happiness it's the it's the alcohol free low alcohol edition that we do every kind of three or four months to kind of scratch that itch as it were um so to help kind of talk us through our journey through the uh, lights that are taste like beer but don't have the effects of beer and are almost almost possibly more enjoyable for it some might say are uh, Stuart Woodman C. Hello. Paul Williams. Guten Tag. And Guru AF, Mr. Andy Cup. Hello there. Right then. Um, we'll, kind of, we'll, we'll kind of start off the pod as we normally do with our beers of the month. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll go from there and then. If we've got any alcohol, I've tried to kind of look for some kind of alcohol-free beers to be my beers of the month, but also I've got to kind of stay true to what my beers of the month were as well um, and uh, discuss them. But I do I do have a low ABV beer for a little bit later on as a kind of shout-out. Um, so, Stu, beer of the month. Um, nice and easy one for me, this. Um, it was... Blueberry Pumpkin Spice Latte from Vault City um, at, from from the past weekend's craft beer calling. Um, yeah. Went to log it on untapped. Did my usual take a photograph and I was like, oh, oh no, that's me. Just drank it all before I even got a chance then because it was very, very nice. Um, very appropriate for the time of the year. Obviously, Everybody knows by now, I also love a good gimmick beer, so um, why, why not give it a go? And if I'm, if my memory serves me correctly, Vault City were pretty much sold out after a, not even 90 minutes into the, the seven, I think 7.45 I had it clocked at when I was there, and they were they had the sold out sign up. I think we had beers, we ate to make sure that we didn't get too enjoyable. Um, and then we went back to get some more beers, and uh, Amy came back really sad that they no longer had beers anymore. So, yeah, it was that was that that was pretty pretty amazing. We're going to do a full review of the uh, of the craft beer calling next beer pod to tie in with a certain brewery. Guess who's on the postcard? Um, I think, uh, Paul? Um, to keep mine on brand for this particular uh, podcast, um, my my beer of the month is actually an alcohol-free one. It is, however, one that has been mentioned several times over on the podcast, and it is the Beaver Town 
laser crush. I sensed. I could smell a laser crush coming from a mile <laughs> away. Uh, I have had some evenings at friends' houses where I, for one reason or another, either didn't want to drink or just felt it was best to not drink, but still want to have a refreshing beverage of a more adult nature. Um, so decided to join the uh, join the train to Flavor Country and uh, get on the alcohol-free bandwagon. Um, and as discussed on previous podcasts, the Laser Crush by Beavertown is an excellent beer. And uh, I, uh, it's, it's the beer that I've bought more than once this month, let's put it that way. I praise indeed that. Uh, six pack in Tesco. Or four pack in Tesco for six pound. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Uh, Andy. Beers there. The alcohol-free, low ABV edition. So, uh, what? Um, I've I've been getting a, a real kick out of um, two two things at the moment: uh, raspberry beer and uh, sours. And uh, if you if you do that, do that, and then oh, um, I've been. Dabbling with uh, some some raspberry beers that um, don't come in as a sour, but absolutely should have sour written on the label. <laughs> Unfortunately, um, we can't talk about that brewery anymore. So, um, we'll talk about one of the other breweries, uh, which I have been absolutely enjoying. Uh, I'm going to butcher every word of this beer, and uh, there are many. Uh, Pujala. Uh, Jeez, man. Prenz Lua. Non-alcoholic raspberry Berliner Weisser. Berliner Weisser. See, this guy gets it. Um, I, I'm I'm enjoying this this uh, this brewery um, quite a lot. They do uh, two or three that I uh, I I keep talking about what I what I've started referring to as my core range. Um, there are certain beers that when I when I place an order, um, they're always on there. Uh, I think I mentioned last time the uh, the. Sp- Speakeasy, the uh, the collab beer. I really like that beer, so that's that's crept onto the uh, order every time since. Um, and this this raspberry uh, this raspberry beer is uh, is lovely. Uh, and uh, like I say, I've had a uh, two or three orders recently, and it's been on every one of those orders. Uh, and it's very much a beer that. It's a Saturday night beer for me. If I'm like, mm, mm, I need a little treat, I need a little, mm, mm, mm. and it's just always, whenever you open the fridge door, it just so happens to be right there. It's like, yes, sir, get in my belly. Uh, so that is my beer of the month. I, um, <clears throat> I, I, when I sat down to think, when I sat down to think about this earlier. I kind of scroll through my phone um, to kind of decide and um, say I've got one beer of the month. I could say I've got two beers of the month. I could say I've got three beers of the month. I can't separate them. You were going for like the full on six pack then. So I I, I, I just look back and I was so I can't separate these four beers out. The first one and I definitely I, I messaged Stu and Paul when I had drank this and it's the new uh, the North Brewing uh, collab with Beer Gods, the double dry hopped IPA and I was just like, yeah, it's made with people called Beer Gods and therefore this beer tastes like it was made by said gods. It was just 
outstanding. The the smell from uh, initially kind of opening it, pouring it, the, the taste, the mouthfeel, it was just absolutely outstanding. Um, I went back in for a Put Away Your Art, which is another North Brewing uh, company collab with somebody. It was a sour IPA. I've had it several times. Every time it's an absolute winner. Um, it's just got that really kind of nice, crisp taste um, that a sour IPA has. It's kind of what I wished a Brute IPA had ever been. Um, it's just it's what I expected from a Brute IPA and got it a sour IPA instead. Um, also, I finally got around to, and I forgot the name of it, uh, the Tiny Rebel uh, Fruit Machine Dream Sour. Um, and I also have another one of those in the fridge. That was an outstanding sour. And then to top it all off, uh, like I said, little spoiler alerts from Craft Beer Calling. I eventually got to taste Alpha Delta, which is a brewery in Newcastle. Their big blue birthday beer, which it was a double IPA, and it was blue. And you think, all oh, right, oh, well, that sounds like a gimmick. And then it tasted absolutely awesome. Um, it was the first beer I drank that night. I should have gone back for another one. I didn't, and then they sold out. So I'm now waiting for the cans to come because uh, I'll definitely be buying one in the same way that we're meant to have one beer of the month. Yeah. <laughs> I I also had that, and it was spot on. It, um, it was initial it was, initial taste. I thought was a bit boozy, but then it sort of mellowed out a bit, and I uh, it was very very nice. Very, very good. Um, shop beer of the month. I have a candidate for shop beer of the month. Uh, obviously, what we try to do is on the low alcohol one, we focus on the low alcohol beers. Um, if nobody else has got one, I would like to put forward the Brooklyn Special Effects. <laughs> that's, that's exactly the same one I was also going to mention. Weirdly, because um, I was going to go with uh, what Paul what Paul mentioned as his beer of the month, because uh, I managed to pick up the... Uh, I mean, if, if you go to my fridge now, there's a laser crush in there. If you go into into the box next to the fridge, there's a laser crush. It, it's a never-ending uh, supply chain of laser crush. Uh, and, as we mentioned, readily available. But the Brooklyn is... That is the first non-alcoholic beer that I drank when I went from... I mean, I guess this is the best you can do when it's non-alcoholic, to... What is this? It was something that... You know, the kind of thing where you have to triple check to make sure it's definitely not got any alcohol in. And then you're like, why does this taste so nice? And that was the first thing I ever drank where I was like, this is non-alcoholic and it tastes nice. Considering it's a lager... It tastes better than any alcoholic lager I have drank ever. Would, yeah. would, be, would, be, the, uh, would yeah. be the kind of sum up from that. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I could, this, it says lager on it. it. It doesn't taste like the absolute pink swill piss water that unfortunately most people serve up as a lager and that's taking the whole brewery industry into account with that one. It's it. It's it's a really good beer. Uh, you know, I, I sat there. And I had it um, the other night when I was out as the designated driver. And I was like, I'll have one. Uh, I'll have another one, please, because that was uh, really good. Um, but yeah, yeah, the, the laser crush. We 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 discussed this repeatedly. How good that beer is. Um, as a it, well, as a beer. Full stop. That I think that's the kind of thing. It's getting to the point now where. Let's, it, it, obviously, we're kind of pandering to the the the, the sectioning off of, of it, but um, you know, it, it's compare it against other beers as opposed to just comparing it against um, not other non-alcoholic beers because those those two beers would stand up against against other 
kind of alcoholic beers, as it were. But yeah, that's good, two good choices. Um, I think it's probably worth discussing now. I haven't tried it yet, but uh, anybody tried the uh, Guinness Zero Alcohol? Um, Not yet, but I really want to. Any reviews on that? Um, now, we mentioned it before when I thought it was out the first time, and apparently this is its possibly second go-round, because the first lot they decided was terrible. Um, genuinely, cannot tell the difference between proper Guinness... Oh, sorry, that's not to do it a disservice, but the, cannot to the, uh, tell the difference between OG Guinness and the NA Guinness. Um, even down to the fact it comes with a uh, throwback to the John Smith cans of the 2000s with a small plastic ball widget inside. Oh, nice. But no, it's, in all seriousness, um, it pours the same, it settles the same, you still can't do a shamrock when you pour it out of a can the same. And, it, yeah, it was just good. And, um, yeah, it was... It was uh, used in the birthday celebrations over the last week as well in the sense of um, a, a Guinness chocolate cake was requested and we bought the non-alcoholic version of Guinness to go in it and it, it just tastes exactly like chocolate Guinness cake still it's not done anything weird in the cooking process so it even works in that too so um, you know seeing as it's uh, Great British Bake Off time of the year and all we'll, we'll uh, We'll hit all those trends. Excellent. I, I think you know, I've got I've got some in the fridge to try. It will definitely be something I'll be trying soon. But yeah, excellent. Right, let's let's get on with the meat of the uh, of the podcast, as it were, and let's go to our kind of brewery of focus. And uh, we've tried. We have focused on um, a non-alcoholic, like a low ABV. Uh, Brewery, um, we chose these kind of. It's a, it's a really new brewery, but we mainly chose them because uh, we've introduced uh, with their neighbours when we were serving on at um, Hop City. They kind of interacted with us quite kindly on uh, on uh, um, social media, and they make some really really tasty beers, which we're about to get into. And if you can look really really closely on your uh, on your screens if you're watching on YouTube and I've built up the suspense close enough for everybody to kind of really really get excited and then I'm going to try and scare everybody with mm. yep. it is Mash Gang alright the mighty Mash Gang um, there they are yes um, can we fir- can we first talk about their awesome social media game? Can we get that out front and center? I, I, it was gonna it was gonna be a continual kind of part of the discussion because I think like I mean even compared like compared to established breweries and stuff like that their 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 social media game is by far kind of you know people need to learn from it because it's it's honest it's it's interesting uh, i think that's kind of part of the kind of appeal of them i think there's like a like an artistry to kind of the, the brewery as, as a whole kind of thing they you know from the, for the for those of you we'll try and do like a mashup i think i might have most of the cans still at home anyway so we'll try and take a picture of all the cans that um that, that we've got um, to kind of show off the the artistry um but um well yeah so they, they kind of refer to themselves as a phantom craft brewery and if anybody was unsure about what a phantom craft brewery is and i was and kind of am until i read this to you so for those who don't don't know phantom brewers are beer makers that focus on recipes and unless the help of breweries to create the finished product um so basically they don't own a brewery themselves yet, um, but they enlist the help of other breweries to kind of 
imagine their kind of vision um, inside their inside their brewery. So, um, kind of, and, and the best the, the kind of thing about them is they, they were born in lockdown. So the first lockdown uh, due to the COVID kind of thing was when when they kind of started and kind of like if you go again like we said their social media is great if you want to go and find out more about them they've probably like they probably think I'm a complete stalker today because I've been going through their social media to get information out of them and uh, there's just like interviews with them they kind of got bits where they've spent like like an hour or so kind of chatting and talking people through the beers and stuff like that um, and they just basically were like we were drinking every day and kind of thought so far through yeah, we can't keep on drinking every day we need to kind of but we don't want to keep on drinking so we want something low alcohol so we can drink beer and then they were like ah but then the selection of uh, of, of the kind of of the, of the low alcohol beer is not great as we've discussed um so they so they decided to do something about it um so to create to create great alcohol free low abv beers um, like I said, they're a Phantom Craft Brewery, um, and most of their beers, I think, have been, you know, we, we kind of discussed this before as well, as was were brewed in the old flax store at Northern Monk, so they've got quite a good relationship with them. Um, I think it's kind of come to an end that they, they're going to stop brewing there and they're looking to kind of get somewhere of their own, or to kind of a little bit closer to home, because I think, well, they live all over the shop. Um, after talk, some of them live in Wales, some of them live in Brighton. You know, they, I think they're in London. You know, the, the offices are based in London, so it's kind of like all over the shop kind of thing as a, in terms of, a, of, a, of a, as a project. Um, and then more recently, they've worked with Gypsy Hill. And I think they worked with Gypsy Hill a few times with their beers. Um, but yeah, just really kind of interesting beer, interesting art, kind of a good kind of craft of it. Um, so yeah, uh, the beers that we've tasted, um, that we've all tasted, well I'm about to taste, well we've all tasted, well I think, uh, California Uncommon, which is a malt liquor, at 0.5%, Stoop, which is an American Pilsner, another 0.5%, Death, a Cryo New England IPA, and... I don't, and I just showed it before the transcendence, um, which is a double dry hop pale ale, which um, yes, uh, we'll discuss that one in a minute because uh, um, you might have watched me fall in love on a screen at, at the boat uh, just a few minutes ago because that that is a cracking beer. Um, I'm just going to try death first, just in case, before I commit fully to uh, transcendence. Pause. Pause for effect. That's also very good. Um, so, um, yeah, so the California Uncommon, the malt liquor. I'm not familiar with malt liquor. Has anybody else drank malt liquor? Well, I've drank both of... Well, no, I think I've drank both of those. I was pretty... Say just chatting to Andy before we started, and I, I think ironically might have misplaced an alcohol-free beer, and it's not from sort of you know memory loss due to alcohol. Um, I've definitely had one of them. Um, honestly, straight up, wasn't that keen on that one. It's definitely my least favourite of, of the ones that we've tried. Um, it had like a bit of a weird taste. At the end, for me, it was a bit. I think I think we reflected before amongst ourselves that I think that for me was a little bit herbal at the end, and it wasn't what I was expecting. I think of of the, the well, I haven't had the transcendence in Cam as yet, um, but I think for me of the three, and prepare yourself, podcast fans. I am about to actually say these words. The lager was my favourite of the three that came wow. in. Wow! That's the the death. So the de- so uh, uh, so the stoop uh, is the American pilsner. Like again, 
kind of going back to the, what we talked about with the Brooklyn one, that the Stoop Lager is way better than any standard lager than you, well, not standard lager, any other lager that you drink. It's really ta- It was really tasty. It's one of them ones where you think, I'll probably go back in for that again. Um, and then, so in, in the pack we got um, from the, I think it's called the Wise Bartender, which is an alcohol-free website. Um, so I think that was a, was a six pack. So you got two stoops, two Californian commons, and two deaths. Um, uh, which were for 15 quid, I want to say. So I think yeah, well, yeah, thereabouts, and then it was a bit more with postage, but can't argue with that. I think I added, I added some more in to kind of make it worthwhile. Um, and, and, and if your wife's listening, definitely didn't. They were for us. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, that, the, the, uh, the stupid American pills that was, was outstanding. This death, the cryo New England IPA, it, it's got a nice kind of hoppiness to it. Um, but, like I said, the this, the, once you get round to the transcendence um, in terms of the, uh, the double dry hopped pale, it's absolutely fantastic. Um, like, it just drinks, it drinks and feels like a double double dry hop paler, which is what you want really. When um, when we were at Hop City, and obviously we got to spend a little bit of time talking to the, the guys and what have you there, it was a point where one of their I can't remember what beer that they had on, and it ran out halfway through our session, and they went and got a fresh keg of Transcendence, and I got really excited because at that point. I just all I saw was double dry hops, and I was like, "Whoa, here we go, here we go." Yeah, absolutely wasn't wasn't disappointed in that at all at the time, but put off having the stoop on draft there because it said lager. Now I've had this, and I'm like, "Oh man, like, yeah." I could I could have had it fresh out out of the keg, but missed opportunity for now. Is it, is it making you question your uh, your hard stance on all things lager based? Ma- Mashgang will change people's opinions on alcohol free and, and, and low AB, ABV beers, but they will not change my entire stance on lager. Just right, this okay. particular one is very nice. See, it's interesting. Well, it's interesting you've said that because. I, I think I'd probably flip your sort of rankings as such. And I'd say that the um, of the ones I've had so far, the death was the best one that I've had so far. I'd say that was the one that was probably the most full-bodied, if I was going to go sort of for like a description and stuff like that, whereas the other two were a bit thinner. But so far, that, that one has been spectacular. So uh, I think I had a conversation with one, if not two, or all of you about um, doing this podcast and being a little worried because obviously we big up the brewery that we're gonna do. Um, you know, we were we were hitting up Mash Gang on the socials. Obviously, you guys have interacted with them anyway. Um, very excited to get get hands on and get them get them tasted. And when I looked through, I was like, uh, there's a lager. Absolutely going to have to smash that one in first. Drank the lager and was like, oh no. Because as far as, as, far as non-alcoholic beer goes, if you, if you put a lager, obviously we were talking the, the Brooklyn, but if you put a lager in front of me, I'm going to struggle to get through that. And I was like, oh no, what's going what, what's gonna to happen? Are we going to be on the podcast now? I'll be like... Uh, they 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 weren't they weren't nice. Uh, but then I went to the malt next. I was like, oh, this this is this is nice. This is a lot, uh, a, a lot nicer than the lager. And then when I got to the uh, like like Paul was saying, when I got to the death, I was like, now we're talking. 
Um, you can really taste the chili on the back of it. It's like, ooh, chili. So I was worried to start with. I was like, oh man, this isn't going to go well. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with Paul. The death's uh, the death's the one for me. Um, I, I'm, I'm not sure if it might be the case, but uh, I believe there might be a need for a commercial break. Well, refill time. Well, it is. It's time to get to the bar, ladies. Look at this. Empty glasses. No good for a beer pod. Uh, three empty glasses. I feel I feel over prepared somewhat. We're going to take a very short break. Uh, you enjoy the uh, the adverts as it would be in this country, and we'll uh, we'll catch you momentarily. Be right back. Recording in progress. Absolutely fantastic products. So, Matt, take us on a journey. Welcome back. I hope you've been to buy lots of Bashkang beers. Basically, kind of thing in your brief break. Right. So, what I thought we'd do is kind of go through some of their previous brew, previous brews. And you would have thought, for a brewery that's kind of barely been eighteen months in existence, there wouldn't be too many to talk about. Hold on. Because there are quite a few to go through. This uh, one, Georgia in my mind, a peach cobbler beer. Yes, please. Yes, please. Uh, Tahiti treat, 0.5% tropical fruit cocktail beer. Yes, please. Watermelon sour. Yes, please. Quite a theme here. 6 a.m. loading breakfast stout. <laughs> Disco loadout. Also a stout. Anxiety Saint. That will be discussed in a minute. A stout. Um, assault rifle. Fruit sour. Brewed with O'Brien's Bottle Shop in Holford. Sounds awesome. Uh, Mango, mango nada, a 0.0 hard soda, with good one soda. Uh, spiritual journey, which has got something to do with transcendence, uh, which is a 0.5% double dry hopped pale. And then one that I, I've, I've seen, I've seen it. I'm not sure that if any of you guys have had it. The Gary's Fizzy Army, the fruited Berliner Weiss that they did as the. Uh, Northern Monk patrons with Lee Mai Lamau, who's an artist, um, and that one was a fruit, yeah, fruited Berlin of Ice. That one's on the kind of slightly highest end of with a 2.4% um, one. Uh, that was one that I'd seen, I'd seen about, and always been like, ah, oh, I need to buy that, and then never did, and I regret it immensely. I think that was it. Oh, and then they did a little kind of triple box of a Mountain Pale, a West Coast Pale, and an East Coast Pale, all 0.0%. Yeah. So, 18 months, and I haven't even bothered counting up the beers there, but there's, there's a lot of, I think, there's a lot of trying stuff, and I think that's the best, one of the things that I like about about it is, about them is, they'll try stuff, and it's like, well, you know, if it doesn't work, then it doesn't work. Um, and I think, like, I think, in one place that we've kind of all like an experience that we've had as, as a collection collective that's what I but um, we ordered the Anxiety Saint Nitro Charged kind of some coffee stout kind of thing and something went wrong with the brew and it was basically email around sorry guys it's not worked um, but we're going to rebrew it um, and we'll just send you double your order Brilliant, wicked. That I mean, that's just great, you know. And then it's kind of like, then you go onto Instagram, and it's like they're taking the piss out of themselves. I think it's that kind of the thing that craft brewing's kind of moving away from a bit at the moment. And you know, yeah, maybe there's a need to be sensible, but also it's that not taking yourself too serious, and the fact that you know 
we're doing something fun here and we're trying to do excellent things and that's why you get behind it a little bit more. Well, I they, they, they just call a spade a spade, don't they, in that respect? Like, they, what happened was, you know, to, it was something to do with the cannon, wasn't it? They, they, they brewed the beer and that the cannon hadn't gone quite as expected, so that I think it was some of the cans weren't full and then as such it had then let stuff into the cans that wasn't supposed to be there and it had caused a bit of a, a quality issue but rather than just sort of sweeping it under the carpet with a general recall they put the information out pretty much straight away they gave people the option of the the refund or the the, the double up kind of option which i mean everybody you would hope has picked the second option um rather than try and pass it off in, you know, a really, like, maybe condescending way, like a maybe much bigger Scottish-based outfit might possibly do. Shot, shot, shots fired? Non-alcoholic shots fired. Um. So that, I'd put that in a looking forward to section, which is not something we normally do. So that was the nitro-charged anxiety seat. But then also the Nezkovic that they've kind of hinted at, which has kind of got something like, I'm like, yes, please, please make that here. And the unlucky charms as well. That was <laughs> serial kind of... I was like, yeah, both of those, please. We'd really like those ones. And... Uh, so it always kind of, like we said, also like they're very brutally honest on their kind of things. Obviously, they released the sand, that shandy man, uh, the other day, and it should have been going up at six, and then it was just released dead early, and then it was all sold out. And they're like, "What are you gonna do? We sold out, kind of thing." You know, it's kind of, but it's 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 good. I think, like the, um, I think the thing for me is is that when not only are you making, you know, we've kind of spoke about this before. Not only have you got to be making beers that are as good as the alcoholic alternative, but also are you pushing the boundaries a little bit? Are you kind of making it better than what the, the alcoholic um, kind of version is or making better beers than what your alcoholic compa- companions are? I think by, by their own admission, and like I've seen it a time or two where they'll put up like a poll on their socials and it's like, do you want us to get on and, and, and brew some beer, beer, or do you want us to do some weird shit? And invariably, so far, weird shit wins every time. <laughs> uh, I mean, clearly that's Andy then pressing the button, but <laughs> it's actually. Uh, like, I'm, I'm logging in with my nine Instagram accounts just so I can press <laughs> weird shit every single time. But like, the, like. When they said about doing like the Lucky Charms beer, it was like, I mean, you, you could just you know maybe try and take down a, a you know a, a another different you know New England IPA, or you, you could essentially make a beer that people haven't yet made. So why not? Exactly. Also talking about their social media, um, a while back they put an offer on to. Uh, um, for people just to kind of get an exclusive beer um, you know, there's only a few of them made and I was very lucky to get the uh, Dark Paradise um, which is a complex tropical pale ale with Citra Incognito and Spectrum Mosaic um, so I'm going to try that now so. live on air tasting on air. Oh, fluffed it. Fluffed his lines by pouring it like an amateur. <laughs> it looks like it might be quite dark. No, I think that's a. I think that's a trick. Oh, it's maybe because it's against the black of Matt's t-shirt. <laughs> That'll probably be why. Congratulations uh, on uh, 
Nobody in the joke about the flake coming in the box with the Matt Speed. I mean, honestly, what a, what an absolute letdown at the end there. <coughs> Again, pause for effect. It's a really nice like IPA. It's kind of like a session IPA kind of flavour to it. Nothing kind of too aggressive to it, nothing kind of thingy, those kind of fruity hops come through. It tastes, yeah, it tastes good. Obviously, I have done an absolutely terrible job of pouring that there, but you know. What is it clocking on the ABV? Is it, is it a 0. 0.5 again, or is it a 0. 0.0? Zero. Zero, full on, absolutely alcohol free. Thanks. So, Ashkan, they, they, like we said, it depends on depending on what your kind of particular choice is in terms of beers. They've got everything there. Uh, a lager recommended by a self-confessed lager disliker. Yep. Um, I, I'll second that. You know, the, the California Uncommon wasn't for me. I, I, and I think it's like, like Andy said, I'd, I perhaps didn't like the herbal end, end to it. Um, the transcendence is outstanding. It's it, it tastes like a double dry hop IPA, uh, a double dry hop pale ale, and you know, better than some of that I've had, which would be the kind of thing that I'd say with that. Um, the one thing we haven't spoken about, and I'm surprised it hasn't come up, three people on here, there we go, Three people on this uh, on this uh, podcast have tried this delightful beer, fresh out of the keg. Um, when I saw Gypsy Hill were at the craft beer calling on Saturday, I was like, maybe, it, it just maybe, maybe they would. And then when we walked in, there it was, and that soft scoop, which is a screwball sour. I mean, I'm, again. You know, in the, in terms of beers of the month, definitely just had one of those. Definitely didn't have two. Definitely not three. Definitely didn't have wandering around beer, which was kind of like <laughs> get into the hall. Oh, well, well, we'll just go and get. I'll get a. I'll get a, a little glass of uh, soft scoop, and then I'll go and pick some more beers that I'm going to drink after I finish this delightful uh, morsel. Um. It's, it, that is outstanding. So there's still some available of that on uh, on Gypsy Hill. It's on, it's on, yeah, it's through the Gypsy Hill Brewery. Um, get yourself over there. Um, it's 1.2%. Um, but it's, again, like we said, their beers stand up and surpass the alcoholic version of it. Um, They're really, like, for me, like, because of the, the like you said about them pushing the boundaries, it's not a, it's not a case of comparing them to like other like you know fully ABV'd up beer. It's just you know, it's not that oh it's, it's it's you can't use that oh it's all right for an alcohol free one with these guys. It's just good beer. Yeah, it's it's disingenuous to kind of put them in that. Like, all oh, right, here's here's my low low ABV beers or non-alcoholic beers. This is the best of those. When actually, it's like, well, actually, go and think about your sours that you drank. Where does it fit in? Just just sours. Just okay. Go through your list and kind of put it in the put it in the correct place. Same like I said with the transcendence in terms of like a double dry hot pale ale. All right, don't don't let don't let's kind of. Okay, we can compare it to the, the low alcohol ones, but actually, where does it fit in the kind of rankings of like just like you you just your normal drink? Um, when I think I think like you said, it's it's that sort of thing where so say say if you just go to the pub with someone um, and you particularly go to the bar to get the drinks in, and they say, oh, get us a get us a get us a pale ale or something like that. If you were to bring them that, so this is obviously the transcendent. 
if you were to take a map and not tell them that it wasn't an alcoholic beer, would they necessarily come back to you and say, is there anything wrong with this beer? Or would they just drink it and think, that is a juicy, tasty beer? I think, and I think, I think they would on this one. I think it's it's got all the hallmarks of, like you say, of a, of a double dry out pale. It's, it's got that juicy sort of kick on it that a good pale ale should. And it, it's that thing where, like you've said on, a, on a, the last time we, we've done one of these, where you had to sort of go back and check the can just to make sure it definitely was alcohol-free and stuff like that. And that's, that's always going to be the sort of the hallmarks of a good, not even alcohol-free beer, just a good beer where you sort of have to sort of think about it and just look at it and just go, yeah, fair play. I don't know if it's because they maybe come, like, they're coming from a different kind of viewpoint on it and it's not like... Like like what Matt was saying before about how they want to make the beer so they can drink the beer every day, as opposed to we want to make this beer so it tastes like this other beer. Like, and and that that's quite. I mean, when when we were with them at Hop City, um, they were quite happy to disappear off and try plenty of other different sort of breweries wares, if you like, but they weren't part of this exclusive we only make loads of non-alcoholic so we're only going to drink loads of non-alcoholic stuff those guys came back from one of the other things with a 14% beer for us to drink and like so, so they're not they're not shy of trying the big hitting stuff but you're not telling me that they're then you know coming at their own brews from from a, like why would they then if they if they like that beer not make their own version of it but I would have put them under the bracket of chief disruptors because obviously when <laughs> yeah absolutely but absolutely sound all of them oh yeah when the other half stuff was on and it's like oh, what are those ones uh, that's the triple mosaic but what you, come on like send them some down there's like oh is that is that the broccoli special reserve coming on yeah yeah Come on, pass it down. And you're like, all right, and then you like, said, come back. And there you go, lads. You're like, you know. Whereas, I, I, anyway, I don't, I don't, I know that I know like a lot of the attitude of the other low alcohol is other low alcohol breweries is providing an alternative. Um, you know, and they 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 may drink alcoholic beer as well, but it's kind of like I think what they're setting out to do is just do. Right, what beer? What beer would make us happy? What 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 taste would like would make us happy? And you kind of think this is what you hope that most breweries are doing. Whether they all are doing that, I don't know. But it's just like right, here's some beers that are going to make people happy and make people happy to drink them. Are they going to like all of them? No. But then that's boring if everybody likes all your beers all the time. The um. You were saying as well about the, the soft scoop and, and having more than one. Having just had a quick flick through my uh, beer listing from Craft Beer Calling, that is the only beer that I had twice. So, it was. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, Amy had more than one as well, didn't she, of that particular. Uh, she, had, uh, she definitely had two. I think she wanted it as her last beer of the evening. And was almost as heartbroken as when she didn't get a, a portion of the mango uh, beer from Vault City. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't. I didn't uh, yeah, I, I had to. I had to break her a little heart when I came back and told her, "Sorry, you can't have that. Here's a bit of my dirty stout or whatever you can drink." <laughs> <laughs> Not quite the same. Yeah, when when, the, when your can goes missing, I. I'd sleep with that under your pillow every night because that's <laughs> I kind of feel bad now. I kind of feel when I actually crack it open, I'll have to have her like sort of just next to me on the sofa so she can just basically sort of do sharesies. Yeah, I thought, I thought you were going to say it's just so she can get the, the, the smell of it whilst I sit and finish the <laughs> No, we'll make, we'll make an evening of it. We'll, you know, 
we'll uh, we'll get the can, we'll crack it open, we'll get out the glasses from uh, from CBC, and you know, we'll we'll ration it to ourselves. We'll sort of have a little bit, then set it back, then have another beer, then we'll have another little bit, and then go have another beer. Recreate the whole. Uh, Anything else to add on Mash Gang? No, like I say, I, mean, I, I wanted I wanted to get the social media game out there. Um, my my fears around this podcast, uh, which were quickly alleviated by, uh, in my opinion, that each beer getting better as I drank it. Um, and yeah, there there's some there there are there are brewery that I follow closely i mean obviously instagram is one of those you know if you open instagram now and they've posted something recently you're gonna see it um <clears throat> obviously there was the the shandy man incident as it will forever be known um because i think i think we were all a little bit gutted on that one um <clears throat> i saw the post went to order sold out so it was a bit like i mean I think they said they only had 40 packs or something, so... It was... Yeah, it was gonna, uh, it was gonna go. Was I had it in the basket, uh, but the reception at work was terrible, so I couldn't I couldn't fill the order. Mm. Like, I was on a break at the time. Just, you know, just in case. Um, um, but yeah, yeah, I think that, that's the thing that, you know, if you're unfamiliar with them, go and follow them on follow them on Instagram. Uh, Twitter is always good as well. Uh, their, twi- their Twitter recently has been been very been hilarious recently. Um, kind of talking about children being up in the middle of the night and watching. Oh, I can't think what it was. It was the Rockets against something else in an NBA game. I and mean, if you're watching the Houston Rockets this season, Christ Almighty, um, they're terrible. Maybe just to be a little side. Um, they're also they've also got a brew, they're also brewing in uh, in Australia now as well. So they've got Mash Gang Australia. Um, but anybody down under who wants alcohol-free beers, but yes, get out there, get some get some Mash Gang beers in your life. Um, yeah, oh, very good, excellent. Well, now we come to the podcast that everybody waits for. It's uh, Matthew's ABV is right. Oh, special. Can we just say the same? <laughs> same again. For like, as it goes on. No. Um, this time, you've got to guess the... Um, you've got to tell me what, what uh, type of beer it is. And the ABVs are different. Uh, just to kind of like keep you a little bit on your toes there. So the first one is, it's called Sleight of Hand. Are we allowed to know if buy or not? That's why I was, are we not getting the brewery on this one? Oh, go on then, it's Tempest Brewery from Scotland. I mean, that's absolutely helped me out. <laughs> no end. Yeah. Sorry, I mean, not at all similar. Um, well, later on will help. I, I feel like if it's called sleight of hand, it should probably be a hefty beer without the heft. So I, I will stick. I will. I will I'll stick to the theme of the. Uh, Double dry hot IPA, and if are we are we are we low to no still for this? So it could have. Yes, they They all uh, have. Would be the, the clue I'll give you all. There's a all value. A, they all have a. They all have a value in there. Okay. Not 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 a naught I'll go. Two percent, then. Okay. 
I'm just going flat IPA. Just a just an IPA. 0.3%. Okay. In that case, I'll take the eye off then. I'll just go for a pale ale. And I'll go for 1.4%. You drink them most of the time, if not all the time. He's got it the first time, the first one round. It is a sour pale ale. I'm, I'm not sure if I should be allowed to have a go on this one. Had it! Had the bastard! I've not only had it, I have frequently drunk the implosion. Okay, so you have to go, so you have to go last then. Or just really yeah. Um, I'll go then. I will get at a... Stout... 0.75%. I'll say 0.5 pale. 0.5 pale? Andy, do you want to reveal the answer? I'm just trying to see if I can find the... Uh... I'm, I'm going through. I'm going through recent orders because I'm pretty sure. Uh, da, 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 da. No, no, no surprise that every single time I go through an order, the first beer, Laser Crush, every time. I thought I was being dead crafty. You know, you're like, oh yeah, gonna go on there and get myself on there, got all done tapped, and I'll search around for low ABV beers, and I'll come out with some kind of weird names and mess things up a bit and now I'm like did you, did you mean that pun there? When you said you got a bit crafty Ah, always I'm not down with the dad jokes No, that's the uh, that's one of the other members of the, uh, of the podcasting fraternity isn't it? Uh, thank you <laughs> I don't know what I don't know why I can't find it on any on any of the recent orders. I'm pretty sure it's just like a it's just like a IPA, isn't it? What percentage? 0.5. And Mr. Woodman's he gets it because it is just a pale ale, 0.3 percent. Right then, next one. To reenact Stu's action there. It is called First Chop. And it's by a brewery called Yes. Paul's going to get this because he loves the chops. Maybe, maybe it is a, maybe it's a beer brewed specially for Paul and it's going to be a red IPA. first sour 
So I'll go for like a, a sour or a, a fruited sour or something like that. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to go for our first beer that ticks over the 1% mark. So I'll go for 1.2. I'm going with a milk stout. 0.8%. Um, I did say it was a beer brewed for Paul, but maybe it's just one that he'd like to drink. So maybe, just maybe, it's a 0.75% Rattler. I think on, just on ABV alone, Andy gets that one. It's a 0.5% IPA. Remember we had a conversation the other day about there are two non-alcoholic beers out there in the world that I will never drink again. Oh, Matt, is this is this like a ready orange can with what looks like a brain at the top? Oh, I don't know. I just saw the name. Is this? Oh no. Um, if it's the one I'm thinking, I can. I, it, it's it's etched onto my brain as a do not ever order this again. <laughs> beer. So, on that regard, I'll guess that it's a stout. Not point eight percent because I think the ones that he hasn't enjoyed in the past have been stout based. That's not true because the space cake one was good. Come. And that was a stout. Oh, no, 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 I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that the ones that he hasn't enjoyed, I just thought were stouts. Mm. I'm just going to say IPA, not 0.5. I'm just going to... It's the equivalent of picking a 1-0 home win at this stage in the competition. <laughs> so, so if this is the one I'm thinking, is something just... It's just like, a, like an IPA or something like that, but it's got something in it and when you pour it it looks wrong and it tastes worse <laughs> it tasted of curry oh. Oh. if it's the one I'm thinking I mean that that's my guess and I'm I'll I'll just go 0.5. 0.5. So it is a 0.5 IPA. Mm. Fruit beer. Maybe oh. it's one of the other ones. I'll say the other one again. The other one that was the one I think this one's Ostkaka. Also, it's probably probably just as bad to be honest. That was. <laughs> I am traumatized by drinking that beer. That, oh, no, that should not be allowed to be in circulation. That's the one. That's the one. Traumatised me. Because I'm pretty sure I drank it. And this is the thing. I'm pretty sure I drank it. Either some, It was either something like Christmas Eve, Christmas Day night, or New Year's Eve. And it just, it ruined 
everything for me. I was like, I don't, I don't want to play anymore. Is is the other one that you won't order anymore that rhubarb and custard one? No, I love the rhubarb and custards too. I love oh. it. Rhubarb and custards. Magnificent. Right then. Well, we've ended on a... I'd like to say a sour note, but we love sours on this podcast. So we're not going to say a sour note. On a rose hip note, a dirty, dirty rose hip note. Go to hell, rose hip. Um, but on a lovely, tasty... <coughs> Rhubarb and custody kind of thoughts. Um, so, well, thank you very much, gents. Um, thank you very much, Mash Gang. Um, yeah, go and try those beers. And join us again in... Who knows when Paul Williams will decide when this podcast is going to be. Maybe it's already happened, the next one. Maybe we've imagined it many years before. Uh, where we'll be discussing the mighty Wyland Brewery on our Back to the Future special that's sponsored by Paul. <laughs> right. Right. Thank you very much, Cheers gents. All. See you next time. Bye. So there you go. What do you think to that? Another one done. Another lovely, lovely beer tasting session in the bag. Another non-alcoholic brewery talked about. Aren't we cool? If you're watching us on YouTube, listening on iTunes, listening on SoundCloud, wherever you're listening, watching or whatever, do subscribe. It's a fun thing to do. You can also go to our website, thecookiecast.com. It's a little website, but it gets you in touch with us. And we love to be in touch with the people. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then.